to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this Friday, May 20th, 2022. All right. Here we go. What's trending? Well, I'll tell you. The New York Rangers are still trending. Um, game seven was literally a nail biter. I have no more nails left. Game one, they played 50 minutes of good hockey instead of playing 60 minutes of good hockey and lost game one. But they have so much that they should be proud of in game one that I hope they bring tonight into game two. Because they literally, they literally got, came this close. This close to beating the Canes. one nothing. Um... I just want to say, Tony D'Angelo is the one that gave the puck up for the first goal. Just saying. Um, and can we change the, li- the kid line's name? Because I don't like calling them kids. They're 21 years and older. They're men. All right. Once you become 21, you're officially an adult. You no longer should be called a kid. So I'm going to change them to the young guns. Because, boy, are they hot right now. That line, how awesome is that? And... I mean, Ryan Reeves had two scoring chances in game one. Now, I would like to know why the cross-check penalty was not called on Mott. Mott got cross-checked. Right in front of, I think it was right in front of the bench. The ref was standing right there. What the fuck was he looking at? That was a penalty. That should have been a penalty. Anytime anybody cross-checks anybody to the back, that should be a fucking penalty. Um, Lindgren, Ryan Lindgren, he's a sexy beast. Warrior. Um, what else can I say about him? Um, but here's the thing. So, you know, Kako, he should have had two goals. Filipino should have had two goals. Um, you know, Strom, he should have a goal. I think, um, you know, I mean, I know Chuba got stuck with a long shift in overtime, and that's basically why they, you know, they lost that game, and um, he had a long shift, but they put together an awesome, awesome game plan and awesome defense. They played great. So I just hope they carry that on tonight for game two. Um, but here, see, they let the Canes play their game. You have to keep the Canes on their heels the entire 60 minutes, not 50 minutes, 60 minutes. If you can do that tonight, you guys are winning this game. With I have no question. So I'm really excited to watch that game tonight. Game, set, match. They're going to match tonight. All right, Taylor Swift. Another, another thing that's trending is Taylor Swift's, you know, speech at a college graduation. I'm going to say this. I think her speech was good. But why the fuck are we having celebrities speak at these college graduations when there's about a very, like, you know, a 0.0.01% chance that any of these college graduates become celebrities. They're not going to become celebrities. Let's just be real about this. Why do we have to have celebrities who get everything handed to them speak at college graduations? I just don't find that helpful, useful, um... I just don't think it brings anything good to the table. Okay. Moving on to my next segment, which I always laugh at. Dating. 
more issues than a magazine. And I will tell you which NFL player has these issues. Marlon Humphrey has these fucking issues from the Ravens. Now, I think every professional athlete needs to get have dating 101 because they have no idea what they're doing in the dating world. But why the hell are you tweeting? How do you ask your girlfriend nicely that she needs to lose weight? Are you fucking serious? Lord, have mercy. Never, ever ask your girlfriend to lose weight. Now, which brings me always to my point that women have to always keep up with their bodies, keep up with themselves. We can't let ourselves go, but men can let themselves go. And then when women start letting themselves go in relationships, men have a fucking problem with it. But meantime, they let themselves go. Now, he's still on the field and he's still, an, he's still in very good physical shape, obviously. But why should it matter what your girlfriend looks like? If she's not making you a better person, then you shouldn't be with her. If she's not bringing anything else to the table other than that you're sexually or physically attracted to her, and now you're not sexually and physically attracted to her because she gained weight, you have an issue and you have a problem. And I think that most likely is the problem here with with, um, professional athletes. And then the fan base. The fan bases do that too. Because they do bother. They're like, oh, well, why why is he marrying that girl? He deserves to have better. Well, how do you know? Well, because she doesn't look like a swimsuit model. So she has to look like Barbie in order for you to want to date her. Okay. But meanwhile, you're not Ken. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I wrote a whole blog post on it. I, I think I titled it, Guys Need to Seriously Stop Doing This While Dating. <laughs> All guys, but professional athletes especially. Because, well, remember, like, I, Valentine's Day, I forgot the athlete's name off the top of my head. I can probably look it up. But he had two Tinder dates in the same hotel. So he was having, you know, sex with both women at once. That's not a flex, by the way. And I wrote about that, too. Things that turn off women. When guys are looking at other girls while dating that girl. You're dating somebody. You shouldn't be looking at anybody else. Um, You shouldn't be talking to anybody else. You shouldn't be flirting with anybody else. You shouldn't look as a girl passes you by that you may be attracted to. You're just going to have to pretend and suck it up that you're not attracted to that person. Because I understand, like, physical attractiveness is is hard to, like, you know, get past. But you're going to have to get past it. Because I'm telling you this. If you're really in love with the person that you're with, it won't make a difference if Barbie passes right in front of you. The only one that you'll be paying attention to is the girl that you're with. And... I wrote things in the blog post, other things, there's five things that are totally turned off for us women while dating. Well, in the dating, you know, trying to date women, you know, trying to date people. One of them I put is playing games. We don't want to play mind games. Either you want to date us or you don't. So my advice is simply this. Just ask the girl out. You want to go out with her? Ask her out. Don't play these stupid games of, oh, well, I'm going to pretend that I like what she likes just to get her attention, and then I'm going to get her attention, and then I'm going to ghost her, and all this kind of stupid stuff. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> Failure. Y- you don't make me want to date you when you do that, by the way, to all the guys out there. And then I put five things that totally turn off women while we're in a relationship with you. So I would suggest you read that blog post. I'll repost it. 
because I think if I repost it, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm in the mall, by the way. So we have people walking by. Sorry for that, but this is my favorite place. I mean, obviously, hello, I'm a girl, right? Stereotype. Girls love malls. Um, but anyway, I, I'll repost my blog. I will. All right. Next segment is my quarterback IQ. So I wanted to take this time to tell Jet fans to shut the fuck up about Zach Wilson. Can you just shut the fuck up with this take that it's on Zach this year? It's on him. Did you know it's on him? Why do you people put pressure on him? That's my question. Because it's not up to him. Here's the different factors that have to, everything has to work out for Zach to take his leap forward. Like everybody thinks he's going to take it this year. Number one, the offensive coordinator needs to put together an awesome creative playbook that showcases his strengths this year. Like he did for Mike White, he needs to do for Zach Wilson. Number two, the offensive line has to actually give him pass protection. He can't have 1.8 seconds to throw the ball. And if he has 1.8 seconds, hopefully the offensive coordinator is going to throw on that slant route. Three, the receivers actually have to catch the fucking ball. Hold on to the ball and run the route. Now, I would love it if they don't put in Braxton all the time. Braxton Berrios should really be on special teams, but that's a different story for a different day. I think he sh- they have the two tight ends now. So I think they really have to do more plays that include the tight ends um definitely you're gonna have wilson um he's an awesome wide receiver i told you he i think he was the best wide receiver in the draft um and then you'll have elijah moore braxton should be used when you're going to do a play where you're going to fake a handoff to carter i'm gonna say carter um and then Braxton runs down the right sideline, and you have like a flick play, like a flick play, you know, where a flick of a, flick, a flea flicker. Oh my god, I can't talk today. A flea flicker, blah blah blah, bump, dump, throw. Uh, that has to. You have to use if you're going to have Braxton in on the offensive line, on the, on the offense, not offensive line. If you're going to have him part of the offense, you need to showcase his strength. His strength is speed, 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 speed. His little plays that he makes all year long eh, use his speed um also i will say this they have to beat miami at least once they have to beat the patriots at least once they cannot go oh and four on their division actually oh and six um i'll be shocked if they beat buffalo at all this year but they have to at least win two games in their division. They're not going to win second place. I don't have them. I have the Patriots and um, the Dolphins, actually, fighting for second place. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, right now, everything's on paper. So everybody, certain teams look a lot better than other teams because of the teams that are on paper. But the games are played on the field, so anything can happen. Now, the Giants' schedule looks actually better than the Jets' schedule. looks easier. So we'll see. I'll talk about that, I think, um, down the line. I'll talk about the Giants' schedule. But in the tri-state area here, the Giants have a better chance of making the playoffs, I think, in my opinion, than the Jets do this year. As long as the Giants beat the Eagles. 
beat the beat the Washington, whatever they're called. I'm just gonna say the Washington team, um, and they split the Cowboys. Then we'll see. Then we'll say about the Giants, but we'll talk about the Giants in a couple weeks. Next week, I'm gonna talk about the Bengals, their schedule. Um, we'll talk about Joe Burrow. We'll we'll get onto that next week. Um, and also while I'm on here, okay. So next segment is what's the buzz? Okay. Has Zach Wilson picked a team? All right. So last year, Zach Wilson went to the Islanders playoff game. This year, he went to Game Seven. Okay, I said that on my Monday episode. Have you picked a team? Now he's at the Mets game. I don't want to see you at a Yankee game. I do not want to see you at a Yankee game, Zach. Stay with the Mets. Now, the Mets will be falling like they usually fall in the months of June and July. Are you then going to become a bandwagoner for the Yankees? So when the Yankees make the playoffs and the Mets don't, are you going to be seen at a Yankee playoff game? I hope not. Pick a team. Now, realize, Yankees and Mets fans don't like each other either. Islander fans and Ranger fans hate each other. You can't like all the teams in the tri-state area. You have to pick teams. Pick them. And I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, to the Jets, Jets fans who I trigger, <laughs> it's so easy to trigger you on Twitter. You guys are morons, really, seriously. So, the big dude that tweets all this stupid shit about the Jets tweets, oh, well, we drafted the cool guys, like Sauce and all this kind of guys. Um, blah, blah, blah. That was basically his tweet. His tweet was basically that we that the Jets got all the cool guys in the draft. So, I retweeted his tweet, and I commented this. The Jets have not been to the playoffs since 2010, but oh, thank God they drafted the cool guys. Where would we be without the cool guys? <sighs> so stupid. Seriously. I mean, how, how dumb. The, uh, this is why the Jets fan base is made fun of. Like, literally all the time. I mean, come on. Seriously. It, this is why it explodes. In their faces. Every single season. Because this is the stupid shit that they do. And then, still talking about, like, Zach Wilson for a second. And all these stupid tweets about him. Oh my god, of mercy. He's gonna make a leap. Blah, blah, blah. He's gonna do this. And all everybody's that, that's still saying this now. Oh, Zach's my guy. Zach's gonna do it. And then we have the other side. Zach's a bust. Zach doesn't know what he's doing. Zach doesn't look good. We're gonna have to draft a quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Here's the Jets fan timeline. That happens every fucking year. So we'll talk with Zach last year. We have to draft Zach Wilson. We have to get him. We get him. June, July, and August during camp. Oh my god, look at the throws he makes in practice. We're going to the Super Bowl. Then we get Mike White comes in because um, he gets injured and I have to hear. He's our Tom Brady. We need to trade Zach. Zach sucks. Zach is this. Zach is that. Now, then Zach buffs up and gets buffed. And Oh, that's my quarterback. Oh, he's my quarterback. Oh, he's going to make such a big fucking leap. Look at what they, they did in the draft. Look at what they did in the offseason. He's making a leap. I will tell you this. Come October, Zach sucks. Zach's a bust. That's, those are the tweets I'm going to see from the same exact people that said, he's, oh, he's my quarterback. S- just shut up. Because this is why the Jets fan base gets made fun of all the time. You guys look... You guys give minimal support. You throw 
players under the bus time and time again. You are not loyal. Don't tell me you're loyal. Loyal does not mean you're only supporting the guys when they do good. Loyal means you're supporting the guys when they struggle. You're supporting the guys when they need a little boost. You're supporting the guys when they lose a really heartbreaking game. You're there to pick them up and boost them up. I'm going to tell you, that's why the New York Ranger fans are the best fans here in New York Tri-State area. Because they support the New York Rangers no matter what they do. Every time, now there are some fans, like the Jets fans, that will go, oh my god, they suck. Oh, they're going to lose. Oh, you know, I said that during, you know, game five. I saw that. Like, it was the second period. They were down, what, 2 nothing, And then fans were like, oh, well, see you next year. Those fans, that you're going to have those types of fans in every single fan base. But for the most part, about 95% of New York Ranger fans support this team no matter what. We know they have no quit in their veins. And we know they're going to come out tonight and win. We know. Um, and we'll be there at the Garden on Sunday rooting for them no matter what happens tonight. That is the fan base. The Jets fan base is nothing like that. Now, yes, they do spend money and they get a game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, mostly the tailgate. Um, but, I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I tell you. Anyhow, okay, so, I know you hear this buzzing noise. Sorry for the buzz. But, actually, it's kind of appropriate since I'm talking about my segment, What's the Buzz? All right, so here's my rant. My rant where I'm telling you just how I feel. Just telling you how I feel, damn it. All right. Instagram again. This is my rant on Instagram again. They don't know what the fuck they're doing at Meta. I'm a stockholder. I am letting everybody know I am a stockholder. I am a stockholder. I'm a content creator. I make money off Instagram. I'm going to put that back out there again. Why? Because I think it's important. So they don't care about their stockholders as much as they care about their celebrities on their, on their platform because, oh, God forbid. God forbid Kim Kardashian loses her account to a hacker. Oh, no, she's going to get that account back in less than 12 hours. She is. But for all of us regular people, they don't care about us. So I contacted them again, and I spoke to some other, some dude. I don't even know what his name was. I think his name was Lewis. Whatever, at Meta. Um, first of all, can you get a chat and a support system going? For people who lose their accounts. Now, I just actually helped somebody this morning try to get their account back on Instagram. Um, and they actually have a support sheet that you can fill out. Um, we'll see if they actually contact them. We'll see if, they, if she actually hears from them. I don't know. But it's taking them a fucking month to fix my account and get my account back from the hacker. Who knows? I figured out how I got hacked. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, my nephew uses my tablet. He pushed buttons. He did whatever he needed to do. And he, he, he's six. I'm not going to blame my nephew. Because, I mean, he's six years old. So anybody that blames little kids when they touch things, you have no idea. <laughs> They're going to touch. It's fine. I'm actually happy that it happened. Because now I'm learning that they don't give a shit about us, number one. Number two, their security on their platform suck. Totally suck. Their security does not work. And Apple security doesn't work either because he got my phone number, the hacker. He used my phone number. You know, you, the thing falls on your on your um, device, you know, oh, unrecognized, but it, go, it went away really quick because he had my number and he pushed yes. Except 
so I couldn't like stop it that way. But still, it's a month. One month. Today. Today. It's one month. When I got hacked on Instagram. And they haven't even disabled the damn fucking account. Disable the account. He's still hacking people. Is this what you want? And then they tell you um, in the message, oh, well, we'll get back to you, but we have, because of COVID, stop using COVID as a fucking excuse as to why you can't fix people's fucking accounts. Okay? People are working from home. They still should be working on it. They don't need to be in your meta office. They should still be working on it at home. Stop using COVID as an excuse as to why you can't fucking get my account back. Two. Second, the second excuses we have a lot of people that we're dealing with not right now that are hacked well if you had a better system you wouldn't have this problem because everybody should be getting their accounts back within less than 12 hours i don't understand how they have to figure out a solution for my hacking but if kim kardashian gets hacked right now she gets her account back in less than 12 fucking hours they have a solution for her yes because we need to see naked pictures on instagram that's that's exactly what people need to see they need to see her fucking fake boobs and fake butt on the internet because god forbid we don't see it for like you know more than 12 hours but you know god forbid somebody that actually makes money off your platform which is what you want people to do you can't help them with their account so yes am i still pissed off at instagram yes am i pissed off at facebook yes but not as much as I am. Um, you know, Facebook's a different different monster altogether than Instagram. But I will tell you this. Can you stop changing how Facebook works? Stop it. Stop with the business pages. Stop changing things. Stop trying to make them better. Leave them alone. They're fine. They're fine. Oh, my God. Like, it's so... And then having the guy from Meta tell me, Oh, I understand what you're going through. I understand what you're going through. Shut up. You don't understand shit. Because you still gave me the same um, instructions to try to get my account back. And I had to tell them, what are you, stupid? I've already tried all these steps. They don't work. Your steps that you're giving people are outdated. It does not work. Number one, number two, number three, and number four. All of them don't work. Then he sent me this sheet to fill out. Like this feedback sheet. Oh, yes, trust me, if you fill this sheet out, you'll become a priority. It's been three days since this conversation. I contacted them on Tuesday. It's Friday. Still haven't heard back. And I filled it out twice. Still have not heard back. When am I going to get my account back? We don't know. Can they just disable the damn thing? I mean, how dumb are they that they can't even just disable it? Because they can. Because if they... If they delete people's tweets, tweets, delete people's posts on Facebook, can delete them, can delete people's um, stuff on Instagram because they don't like what they said or they're because they're you know they're monitoring what you say on Instagram and when, on Facebook and they can get rid of those things and remove posts. They can disable people's accounts. Just disable the damn account and I'll be happy. Because the hacker won't be having it anymore. And he won't be hacking people. But it shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't. They need to be sued. Like, literally, they need to have a lawsuit. Because I think if, if everybody gets together that don't 
that don't have Instagram accounts anymore that they were hacked and they still don't have access to their accounts and we all countersue them, maybe they'll get it through their thick skulls that they need to fix this. Because people should not, we are your bread and butter of your sites. The regular people, not the celebrities and athletes that still use Instagram. They're not your bread and butter. Not the big corporations that give you money. The small businesses, the small content creators, and the regular users are your bread and butter. You need to be catering to them. Not the celebrities. They should not be catering to them. I don't understand why they cater to them at all. But like I said, if they can help a celebrity or an athlete get their account back in less than 12 hours, you're you're damn right that they can get my account back right now, today. And it should come back, and it better be coming back. Period. Meanwhile, I will tell you this. I will give some, some of you a social media tip out there before, I, uh, before I'm done for today, with today's show. Okay, here's a tip. You don't have to post 500 times a day on any platform in order for your platform to grow, in order for your platform to... Um, get viewers and get followers. The one thing that I notice is that people who post all the time annoy the shit out of everybody else. Number one. Number two, I have built up my TikTok account in less than a month to just about 500 followers in a month. So if I can do 500 more in a month, I'll have 1,000, which is my goal right now on, on TikTok is a thousand followers and then I can start using live and I can start selling stuff and and using the live which is something that people don't know you need a thousand followers on TikTok in order to do live um which is what I want to do anywho the point being all you need to do is to engage with your audience that's why a lot of athletes suck at this kind of stuff. They suck at social media because they don't engage with their fan base. They don't engage with people. Like Marlon Humphrey asking everybody on Twitter, how, how do I tell my girlfriend to lose weight? I don't see him engaging with those, with those questions. He, he has thousands and thousands of, of comments and people save it and people retweet it. Great. But that's not what, that's not what social media is for. It's not about just you posting things. It's, a, it's about the conversation. Conversation on social media is the heartbeat of social media. Without conversation, you're not going to go anywhere. Your business isn't going to go anywhere. You're not going to go anywhere. It's conversation. Don't be afraid to converse with other people. Now, a lot of times people will say bad things. I've seen somebody this week on Twitter go from a public account to a private account because she's being trolled. She should be proud that she's being trolled because she's saying she's bluntly honest like I am. She's, she's, she's a badass. And a lot of people don't like that. They just they don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. They don't want to read what they don't want to read. Stupid. So just don't be afraid to have conversation with people. Like I said, conversation on social media is the heart and soul of social media. Without conversation, there's nothing there. Um, and that's where athletes fail with social media because they just converse with each other. Well, you have each other's fucking phone number, text each other. I don't need to see two social. I don't need to see on social media two athletes talking to each other. 
God, converse with your fan base. Um, and I think if you do that, it'll be a lot better. Really, I think so. Um, just trying to look at my notes. If I have anything else to say, dun 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 dun. No, we're good here. We're good here. Um, I wanted to push. Um, so I will be. This this is how I'll be tonight watching the Rangers game. I'll be bouncing up and down. <laughs> I'll be bouncing around and around. Oh my god, that and um, and probably this. Screaming. That'll be me. Tonight. I have no nails left. So I'll have to get like one of those stress balls. Tonight. For tonight's game. So. And it sucks that it's not at MSG. I just want to say that. All the Ranger games should be on their channel. MSG. MSG should cover the entire thing. Why is it that the NHL doesn't do that? But don't. Doesn't the Yes Network cover all the playoff games from the from the Yankees? They should cover all their games, too. I'm sorry, but usually I want to go with the home announcers. I don't want to go with ESPN announcers. I don't want to go with TNT announcers. I want to go with my announcers. And that's that. Oh, that's a little rant. So, that's a wrap. So, on Tuesday will be Sassination. I will, on Tuesday, have a lot probably to say about the Rangers. We'll go in through... The football schedules, what's happening within that. We'll go through um, my qu- the quarterbacks. I will list. I will give you a list of the quarterbacks this year that will be part of my segment three. Because I'm going to do things a little bit differently. And like I said, I'm building up this podcast. So things are going to change with this podcast. And you'll just have to ride with the, ride with the tide. Have a great weekend. And here in New York... It's going to be in the 90s. So we get a summer preview. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay for heat. Yay for heat. <laughs> Although I could do this, but uh, I don't want to push that button. Some people don't like it. Let's be so stupid. I love the hot weather. It's awesome. Okay. Ta-ta. I will see you all. Well, you'll hear from me on Tuesday. See you on Twitter. Axe the Axe. On TikTok, it's Sassy Girl Forever 2021. And that's where you'll find me. My YouTube channel is under Stephanie Dolce. That's where you can find me, y'all. And oh, Pinterest. Pinterest is Saxy Productions INC. On Pinterest. See you later. 